First in the morning, SAFM Sunrise with Stephen Grutis. Well, we know over the last few years there's been a big increase in the number of teenage girls, women, falling pregnant. Perhaps more worrying than all of that, it seems there's a decrease in the use of contraceptives. Dr. Marion Stevens is on the Gender Advisory Panel at the World Health Organization, also founding director of the SRJC. Dr. Stevens, good morning and thank you very much indeed for your time. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning to your listeners. When we see uh, teenage pregnancies and the use going up and the use of contraception going down, uh, and it seems to be happening quite dramatically, not just in Cape Town, but in other places, do we know what causes this to happen? So, Stephen, we've had these conversations before with quite a lot of regularity, and I think we need to kind of go back to kind of basics and look at our history and where we've come from. And we've come from a context where... We've had population control where we haven't had um, a kind of even lens and ideas about what we're doing around fertility. So young black women's um, fertility has been questioned and undermined in so many ways. And if you look at what's in the cupboard of contraceptive clinics, we still really only have the apartheid um, long-acting contraceptive Depo-Provera. Even though our contraception guidelines talk to a range of methods that you would find in the private sector, like the pill and the patch and the ring, um, what <clears throat> seems to have happened is we've had a donor-led um, approach, essentially taking on what the donors want, which is to have long-acting contraceptive options, which essentially don't trust uh, adolescents and say, we don't trust you, we were giving you this recipe and you have to come back in five years or three months or whatever for the next option. So it's it's a recipe for actually not listening and understanding where where, where young kids are. And the other reality is we, we have endemic sexual violence and we're not putting the two together. And then we're not putting the three together because we, we don't actually have um, an ability to impart life orientation without taking along parents and, uh, and uh, life orientation teachers who are skilled enough to deal with the traumas that our society has inherited. So we have life orientation teachers who are trying their best to impart um, information about their body, uh, kids' bodies, where things begin and end, and it's really, really, very hard because they they're not supported. They have to deal with kids who are experiencing sexual abuse. There's very little recourse uh, in in services to be able to address this. And then, lastly, if if young teenagers want to choose to have an abortion. We are not implementing services. We're not training health providers to provide those options. Um, there are public-private partnerships, partnerships with um, groups like Mari Stopes taking over these services completely, um, uh, uh, what you call it, denuding all our local public mm-hmm. uh, services. And so we don't have great sexual and reproductive health services. What yeah we do have is fantastic providers and we have fantastic managers in the province and in the country, but they're not supported by the health system, by management and by systems that provide reproductive health commodities. Um, Dr. Stevenson, I mean, is is there a sort of 
Um, I understand the practical problem, and I can Im- imagine officials saying, "Look, we want to, you know, we're being forced in a situation where 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 people are being given what's available, not what they should really be given, and so so they lose choice." Um, is there a sort of um, attitude, or maybe the words conservatism, that's holding things back, or is it really a resource problem? I think it's both, Stephen. I think you've probably hit the nail on the head Um, because we haven't really had discussions and opened up. Um, Our healthcare providers, while they're trying very hard, there is no um, sexual and reproductive health course that's provided to nurses or doctors through their training. They're not trained to do the range of contraception options that are available. It's something that happens post-qualification if they choose to do that. And the other reality is that our, our reproductive health commodity budget is essentially a donor budget and we're not putting the national fiscus in. And so if we're talking about the issues of decolonization or about transformation in South Africa, what we're doing is we focusing on other issues and we're not actually putting money into um, choices and options for young black women. If we don't change anything, we're just going to repeat the same situation again and again. Precisely. Dr. Marion Stevens, thank you. From the Gender Advisory Panel at the World Health Organization, outgoing founding director of the SRJC.